I'm, it was the first time I made them, so I think they taste pretty delish. These are uh, candy almonds? Yeah, so I did maple syrup, sea salt, and cinnamon. Wow. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then cool. these uh -huh. are proteins, proteins. So chocolate and vanilla. Chocolate and vanilla. Yes. Well, uh, we are recording already, so this so will be... Let's do this. <laughs> You're listening to the Tank Rodriguez Show. I'm your host, Tank Rodriguez. Teresa, how you doing? I'm doing just good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, hey, no, my absolute pleasure. Uh, let me turn this down because I know I'm probably sounding really loud in your ear right now. <laughs> Something sexy, though. Oh, hey, that's my radio voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Teresa and I have been friends for many years. Um, let's see how long. 2017 is like when I officially first met you. No, 2018. Is when I really first met you in person. We had been friends on Facebook for a while. That's true. But then when I was going all through that stuff with that girl, yeah, we met on that first day. <laughs> I was like, I'm just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> that was delightful. <laughs> and you're all, hey, it was really nice meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> we're gonna talk about everything today. <laughs> Including that incident. No, I'm just kidding. Never, never, never. Uh, but hey, thanks for being there that day. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. That was mighty nice of you. You could have been like, yeah, I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, buddy, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> In block. <laughs> <laughs> right? <You> just, <laughs> but even then, even when I was, even when I was homeless, like you let me like stay at yeah. your place for a little bit. Yeah. Um, no, well, I don't think I was homeless. I think I just. I think you were in between. Like, yeah. In between yeah. somewhere. Because I, when I started working where I work at now, uh, that was that was the last time I was homeless. But I was kind of just bouncing over, you know, mm -hmm. at that point in time. But thanks for letting me uh, sleep in your, your spare bedroom for the record. Well, I was fortunate to have that place at the time. So that was yeah. a blessing on me. So I was putting a blessing on you. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I still hook you up with that. <laughs> For some free services, you hey, know, streaming. I am stuff. totally, totally honored with that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're able to use that. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, Teresa does own her own business. Do you not? I sure do. How long have you owned it? Um, I took over in October 2016. Holy walk so. And that's the alternative body. Yes. And really, a quick synopsis of what that is. So basically, it is alternative medicine. Mm. It is what the Eastern civilization does the chinese do mm -hmm. um the hawaiians amazonians um, it's herbal medicine so you know everything on this earth was given to us mm -hmm. uh, you just combine it in certain way, certain ways and it can help alleviate many different types of symptoms in our bodies mm -hmm. um, it can be used as medicine i do believe in traditional medicine so if you have <laughs> cancer and you've got certain like really insane autoimmune diseases yeah I understand, like, there's certain things you have to do. Right. Um, but along with that, you should be incorporating uh, uh, proper dietary needs and yeah. movement and right. water and, like, these, you know, sunshine and getting away from chemicals and toxins. And, gotcha. You know, so gotcha. you have to do something. You have to be proactive. So For I'm sure. about being proactive in your health, not just reactive. Anti-vaxxer? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, get your vaccines, please. Please. So what, what made you... Uh, well. Yeah, what made you decide to like buy this company? I mean, you said you took over. Yeah, so actually in 2014, I originally was a client. So mm -hmm. I saw a thing on Groupon for a uh, detoxification body wrap, and then there was a consultation along with it. Well, mm -hmm. 
in that time, uh, from the time that I had been medically discharged from the military, the army, I had dealt with a lot of different kinds of pains and anxiety, depression. Mm -hmm. And over time, I learned that I had fibromyalgia. Okay. So didn't really know much about it. Um, a lot of people still don't know much about it. They believe it's a disease, but it's not. It's a syndrome. So uh -huh. there doesn't need to be some kind of cure or whatever. Right. Um, it can be alleviated. So I'll go more into that, too, because I know a lot of people who are diagnosed with fibromyalgia, and they are just on medication and still suffering. Uh -huh. So uh, that's a major thing that I try to help people with. So during that time, I was, uh, I, saw, I had gained a lot of weight, too. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I was like, oh, a body wrap's going to take care of everything. So, <laughs> And it was like a packet of three. So I was like, yeah, yeah sure, I'll go in and get these done. It'll be kind of nice to treat myself. Right. And so the uh, lady, Miriam, who was uh, who owned the... It was called a Spotini and then Dynamic Detox at the time. And so she uh, uh, did a consult during the time of me laying down, wrapped up. And at the, it was kind of almost like, I felt like I was trapped. I was like, really? <laughs> like, you wrapped me up. I can't move. And now you're like in my face consulting me and showing me before and after pictures. And, you know, but when you're in a, when you're in a state of chronic pain and depression, like, you don't care right. what people are telling you. You're yeah. just like, dude get away from me like even Absolutely. at that moment social anxiety like being touched like everything was like miserable to me mm -hmm. so uh you know afterwards we continued the, con the consultation in her office and i was already like in my mind like dude can we like i'm gonna i'm done I'm, i want to leave like <laughs> i want to go back home into my bed in isolation <laughs> like i always did if i wasn't at work <laughs> so um during that time or while i was wrapped i had talked to her about things i wanted to do and what was upcoming and at the job I was at, we always got a, a bonus, and it was always about a thousand dollars, which uh -huh. I've never used to have that in my life. So it was pretty, uh, pretty spectacular. Yeah. So that year, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go take a cruise. I've never been in a cruise in my entire life, and yeah. I told her about that. And so during the consultation, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, thanks for you know all the information. That's cool. And I was kind of like getting ready to grab my purse and leave. And she goes, look, and she was totally tough love. So. She goes, look, you're telling me that you can't sleep, you hurt all the time, everything you eat bothers you, you're in, you know, you want to go on a cruise, what do you think you're going to do on a cruise? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and so here's this woman I don't even know, I'm just yeah. paying her to put me in a wrap, <laughs> telling me like how I'm supposed to spend my money. Yeah. And it kind of like hit me in that moment, like I let my guard down and I was like, something just told me just do it. Like, you're not going to enjoy that cruise. Like, you're not going to be able wow. to, you're not going to get off that ship and enjoy things, which is unusual because I used to be so incredibly athletic. And mm -hmm. even in the military, I was like the top of my groups. And so um, I was just in a deep depression. It was like, screw the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to use my bonus. And I got the program in. So it was like a 30-day program. It's a lot of uh, vitamins and minerals and herbal supplements and a particular type of diet. And um, so I went through, and about two weeks into it, I went from sleeping in my car on lunch breaks to getting a gym membership and working out on my lunch breaks. Wow. So, because um, I was so incredibly fatigued uh -huh. that, you know, eating was like the last thing I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, so the moment I had a chance, it was like, even sometimes I would go and take a bathroom break and sit on the toilet and just close my eyes. Like, that's how fatigued <laughs> I was. Like, 
I couldn't even breathe. Like just, just super l- l- lethargic. lethargic. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. So it started off um, with me being a client, uh-huh. and then my results from you know even the weight loss and just being back into working out and just how incredibly how incredible things changed over and even my pain management doctor at the VA, mm-hmm. he was just so impressed with what I had been doing. And it wasn't medications, it was just nutrition yeah. and then that herbal supplements and uh, being active. And that's right. the major thing because even when you're in pain with fibromyalgia, you don't have broken bones, you don't have nerve endings that are, you know, having issues. Like you are, you're fine. Like you have to move even through the pain. Right. Um, and so we're supposed to, as humans, we're supposed to be moving. Like yeah. we used to be hunters for crying out loud. Yeah. And now we just sit all the time. Yeah, what well, the worst uh, thing ever. Yeah. 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 So um, I became a, I eventually became a coach and which is, I fought against it because I'm, I originally have a criminal justice uh, degree. So mm-hmm. that's where I wanted to do was yeah. get into that field. And I was like, I don't want to get into the health stuff. <laughs> like, you know, I, I just like going to the gym every once in a while and I like to eat pizza and then eat good sometimes and back and forth but um just something told me like after the benefits that I received and how I was alleviated from fibromyalgia I was like why am I not doing this so then I coached for a couple of years and then uh, she went through some things and uh, we slowly like departed and at that moment is when I decided to pick up and um all it was was just you know three hundred dollars to the city for um or to the state for a LLC right um so just in case anyone's doing that, do not have anyone do it for you. It's a one. It's like five different questions that you fill out, and then you mail it to Austin, and that's it. So there's right. like p- companies out there that are charging like a hundred dollars to fill this thing out. Jeez. And then on top of that, it's a three hundred dollar fee. Yeah. For your. And it's yeah. kind of fun because I did it once when I had a computer yeah. company. Like you feel kind of like that, that going through that process and going to the courthouse too and filling out like. like <laughs> filing for your name and, and all Texas that other stuff. And, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you felt official and I was like, that realism hits you. You yeah. know, it's like, oh shit, this is my business. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So yeah, I just, ever since then, I just picked it up and you know, the only, I love what I do and we were just talking about this. Yeah. I, I hate running a business. <laughs> like I'm totally, I'm totally honest about that. I'm, I'm very vulnerable with people because I don't ever want to put a, a front of, of who I'm not. Like, right. you know, about, what I do is holistic Ayurvedic medicine, which is mind, body, soul. And if I'm not expressing that myself, how am I supposed to expect clients to do that? Right. If you're not so. a believer in your own product. Yeah, you're, exactly. Yeah. So. You're a charlatan. <laughs> <laughs> Selling yeah. stink oil. And there's like, like a, there's a big um, like stigma with like non, like non-US medicine. Oh. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, and we'll go into that too, but yeah. I, I had a quick question before sure. I forget. I had to Google it. Um, so you said you were talking about, you know, you did the body wrap. Is that anything like that network marketing company? It works. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> no. to talk about that because I figured you'd have some information. Go ahead. Okay. So I never talk negative about MLMs, which are multi-level marketing, uh-huh. uh, things. So I don't say anything about them. You can do your own research. I, yeah. If someone asked me to compare things, I'm like, go do your own research. Like, look at reviews. Like, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I am. I'm not going to speak speak ill of other people, yeah. but I do know what I do. Um, it is holistic, which means 100% pure. Um, so something that people don't understand between uh, FDA uh, qualifications between the U.S. And, and so we're by Japanese standards. Mm-hmm. So when you're going by Japanese standards, it means 100%. So 
anything, any of their products over there that have the word natural on it means holistic, means 100%. Right. When a product in the U.S. has something that says natural on it, we immediately think, oh, this is full of really great natural stuff. Well, people don't look at the back of the ingredients and say, right. oh, what else is included to keep those binders, you know? Yeah. So um, the thing is with the, in the U.S., if it's 51%, you can put the name natural on wow. a product. Okay. So, yeah, there's a huge difference in the huge stigma of, like, what's available in the grocery stores. and uh. my, my, my rule of thumb was, it's like, if it ever had to preach that it was healthy, more than likely, it's probably not as healthy yeah, as you think. Yeah. Like, you don't see, uh, like, a grape, or like, grapes or, like, fruits, like, 100% organic. Like, <laughs> no, you know they're fucking fruit. I mean, yeah. granted, it's uh, pesticides, etc. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, know, you know a grape is a grape. Yeah, right? a grape is a grape, but you don't know these, you know, uh, these graham crackers, 100% natural. Like, how do you get 100% natural graham cracker? Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> to grow off trees. <laughs> so, so is that one of, like, the... Um, that the hurdles you've come across as far as running like a holistic business like that, as far as people have this stigma of like, well, like, 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 does it work or like, do you just have to believe in it? Like, what's the, what's yeah, the biggest yeah, yeah. hurdle you, you've experienced? Absolutely. Um, so people think it's some kind of, I don't, I use the word voodoo. It doesn't mean it, <laughs> whatever, but it, it's kind of like taboo and they believe, um, like you're supposed to sprinkle herbs on you and all of a sudden it's supposed yeah. to alleviate something you've been dealing with or chronically chronic illnesses for 10 plus years. Yeah. You know, um, so it is extremely hard when people come in and they're like, yeah, I'm here with like all of these chronic issues. And most of the time people come in, they're used to going in because of the attention. And I'll explain that because people who are going to listen to this, who are in chronic pain like that, they're like, I don't want attention for my disorders. And so the thing is, is, we get attached, and I can say this for sure because I I did this myself. Yeah. So we get attached to our chronic illness. It becomes who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes like this comfort zone, even though we're in pain. Right. So anything outside of that, we, we're afraid of it. And, and subconsciously, we don't understand it. Like, you mean, what do I do with my life when I'm no longer pain-free? Or I'm not going to doctors every other week. Right. I'm not taking medications. I'm not on a regimen. I don't have people asking me, am I okay? And doing things for me and making specialty foods. And yeah. So you it live all goes it, away. Yeah. And then when it all goes away you and you can do an whatever again. you want. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. So you get stripped away of that illness and now you're no longer an illness. <laughs> you're just another person. Yeah. And so um, we, you really have to get down into that. And that's why we talk about mind, body, soul. So if we're not, it's not about me giving you the supplements and saying, okay, bye later. Like right. I am with you all the way through because you need someone to help you with in, any enablers, like mm-hmm. people in your household, people at work who are like, you know, cause that was the thing too, is at work uh, when I was going through this and I, they saw me like lose a ton of weight I was getting a ton of muscle and I was just like super strong and everything and I was eating really healthy um the guys there the salespeople, would like leave me like cookies and stuff on my on my desk and they would hear they would wait for me they would wait to hear me go who did this <laughs> and you can hear one of the salesmen laughing so hard and I like throw it back at their head but yeah so it's you know you they are cool about it but I know a lot of places that they'll be like well why are you drinking that kind of juice why are you cleansing why are you doing this why are you doing that like just go eat like be happy mm-hmm. and the thing is is like you're not happy and yeah. those people aren't happy either right. exactly it, it's 
to me, like me personally, it's a discipline issue. It's 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 not, and it's a comforting issue. Like, yeah, the, it's yeah. like the the food that gives me the food gives me attention. You know, yeah. you know, it, it, it it's true. It's it's funny, but it, it's true. Yeah. Like or like uh, that soda because I get that feeling when I drink that carbonated drink, oh, and yeah. it just goes down the throat <laughs> ever so nicely. Like I love you, Dr Pepper. And I will always love you, oh, regardless of what happens. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it comes down to. Um, it just me personally, my discipline, I, but I know like when I do those things afterwards, I don't feel happy. Like <laughs> I feel like shit. Yeah, like, it's I feel temporary like, happiness. And then, yeah, it's like, you know, your the long-term reward, um, is far, is far vast better than the long, the short-term gratifications that we, we, uh, we do to ourselves. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I totally hundred percent agree with that. Um, where were you going with that? I interrupted you. <laughs> no, I'll go along with that. So, um, you know, the thing, the reason why we crave certain kind of things is one, it's because it was brought up in our household. Absolutely. Um, another one is, it's because of chemical imbalances within our body, nu- nutrient imbalances in mm-hmm. our body. So we don't naturally crave Dr. Pepper. We don't naturally crave, <laughs> you know, like pastries and pizza and stuff like that. Yeah. We, that's not a natural thing for us. We're right. supposed to naturally crave uh, meats and vegetables and fruits and grains and stuff like that. So what it's ne- what has been on this earth, um, yeah. that's what we're supposed to be eating and what we're supposed to be feeling like we, we want to eat. Um, and so when it comes to having th- those kind of, and we don't feel like it's a craving. Like once you're in it, it doesn't feel like a craving. It just feels like that's just what you want. Right. And I'm going to go for it. But so another thing that causes that is a thing called candida albicans. Okay. So it's C A N D I D I D A. There you go. <laughs> I can't spell it if I'm not seeing it. So Candida albicon. So it's a yeast kind of fungal in our body. So in our body, we're supposed to have like an 80% that uh, good bacteria, 20% bad bacteria. So mm-hmm. that way, there's a constant fight of like balance within our system. Right. Um, but the problem <laughs> is, is many of us have an overgrowth of this Candida yeast. And many of us do not even know about it. And so we can get it off of the foods we eat, off of each other, um, even with like sexual intercourse. Uh, if, you know, we see women who have like uh, yeast infections, UTIs, and they'll start getting better. But the problem is, is that they're still with a partner who may actually be giving them this bacteria. Oh, shit. Then it starts all over again. So that's <laughs> when we bring in both and we're like, okay, you both need to detox and get this bacteria out of your system so you stop infecting her. <laughs> So yeah, they they don't they don't think about that kind of stuff. Uh, that's yeah. kind of disgusting, but very yeah. very. Yeah. That's actually really good to know. Yeah. So you you do with like with pain as well though, right? Yes. So I'm gonna be selfish here and Go talk ahead. about my. I have a slip disc, um, and I went to physical therapy. I went for for years, like maybe about a year and a half. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say years. I found out, and I was. This is during like my when I was actively working out, and I was doing stretches, I was doing yoga, like doing everything I could to really alleviate the pain. Physical therapy, like it would work, but as soon as I got to my car, like as soon as I sat down, I was like, God dang it! Like it would just it was this agitating pain, and over the years, I just have grown to accept it. Right. Um, but it's brought upon weight gain. Uh, because I'm like, well, I can't work out if my back always hurts, which is, which is an excuse, a hundred percent an excuse on me. Thanks for verifying that. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I won't make excuses for anything. Right. Like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be totally honest about yeah. that. Um, and then which, uh, which brought on like severe depression, which, oh, ga- which gave me no motivation to yeah, do anything. Yeah, chronic pain does that and then yeah. it keeps you debilitated. 
So how would someone like me go into your, your company and be like, hey, this is what I'm experiencing? Right. So first of all, um, a lot. So one of the problems with my uh, back is everything. <laughs> so everything from bulging to slipping discs to spinal stenosis, uh, degenerative disc, um, everything. So um, for the one thing that's related to pain is inflammation. So if a body is inflamed, you're going to feel that pain. Mm -hmm. So um, like I can have a bulging disc in my neck and if for some reason I turn the wrong way or I decide to have a week of like binging stupid foods because I'm like in a weird mood um, and that inflammation kicks in, then that bulging disc is going to cause me an issue. Mm -hmm. So reducing inflammation in the, in the body and also uh, creating a great muscle tone around the area too as if it's like an internal girdle. girdle. Yeah. Um, it's tightening up that area and tightening sure. up the core so that your spine, because our spines are central center. So it's yeah. like if it's out of line, everything's out of line. Right. Um, the way you walk, the way your hips are, the way you sit, the way you look, you know, your neck is. and Yeah. So reducing the inflammation and just building a really good core around those injured areas. So Nice. So I, I definitely should go then. Yeah. And then a chiropractor doesn't help, would help either, so... Really? Because I'm always on the fence about that. Yeah, I would try it first and mm -hmm. see how it goes. Um, because sometimes they can help you just... Because there may be other discs around the area mm -hmm. that's causing that to be agitated. Gotcha. So sometimes when uh, someone's having a certain kind of neck pain or arm pain or something like that, I massage the opposite area of them. And they're like, well, why aren't you massaging the neck itself? And I'm like, because yeah. this area is actually what's causing the tension. <laughs> it's picking up all the slack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then you start compensating the way you sit and the right. way you walk. And so um, having a chiropractor can actually probably help you uh, adjust everything. of Because if you're like sitting a certain kind of way, you're going to constantly cause stress on those on those areas. Gotcha, gotcha, so, yeah. gotcha. But the least you can do is at least go for a consultation and that's it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to be selfish one more time for go me ahead. because I also suffer from all my life. I've had shin splints. Do you know anything about shin splints? I used to have those all the time. <laughs> um, you used to? Yeah. I used to run track and do soccer. So yeah. I used to have those. Um, so for that, um, it was basically just, um, well, you know, actually, I don't know too much about shin splints. Okay, that's like, fine. I, I will just say that. Like, I don't know why mine went away. I think it's just I probably learned how to walk and run. <laughs> I think that's a lot of things, but it comes down to, like, a lot of, like, a lot of people don't know, like, there's actually a certain way to, to run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to physical therapy for that, too, but it, like, lasted, like, a day. Yeah, and physical it, therapy can only do so much. Yeah, exactly. I, I just thought, like, oh, yeah, they, they make this go away. I even bought, like, $300 specially made shoes. Oh, and they're gosh. like, And they're like, yeah, your shin splints will be, you won't <laughs> even feel them anymore. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Yeah, like, 300 bucks, you know, shoes. You're, like, Obviously. sleeping in them, taking yeah. a shower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they're going to work. And so, like, I, I, I wore them for, I mean, I actually still own them, but I don't wear them anymore. Um, but, uh. I would go run, and like the first time, I was like, "No, like it's never, never like cured anything." And I went back. I was like, "You said these <laughs> shin splints would be good." Like, no, 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 no. Like over time, I'm like, "Oh, now you change the story." Like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So I got I got swindled into that too, <laughs> but then you know, it's whatever. Uh, but yeah. So wait, you didn't really get into the to to why you didn't like running the business anymore. 
Oh, so, well, I never really liked running it in the first place. <laughs> so um, I never had a goal to run a business or yeah. be an entrepreneur. I'll yeah. just be honest about that. Um, and I never had a, any attention to be in the health industry. So um, I had really wanted to be in the criminal justice industry and um, either do like something in the lab or do mm -hmm. something, you know, profiling or whatever. And But do you still plan on, on, on running it or do you think it's like something that might be coming to an end? No, I'm I'm still running it, so mm -hmm. I'm still going to continue it. As long as awesome. I have people who are there for me and in, in need, then I'm going to continuously do it because some of the uh, some of the things I've done for clients is just it's unremarkable. So it's not about like so weight loss. There's so many different types to lose weight out there, even yeah. in a very natural way without mm -hmm. anyone helping you. Right. Uh, but the problem is, is when you have you know, people with endometriosis and fibromyalgia and autoimmune diseases and disorders and diabetes. I mean, so when it comes to alternative medicine, you're looking at helping. Um, it's like an alternative way of helping yourself with everything and anything, even with hormone issues, libido, digestive like issues, like yeah. hormone issues. So Absolutely. everything and anything that's wrong with the body. So you just learn to um, figure out which nutrient deficiencies this person may have. Yeah. And then you fill those in. So whether, and it's teaching them how to eat too, or teaching yeah. them like what foods might actually be causing them issues, whether if it's peanuts, corn, certain kinds of oils, wow. like, um, it's very specific. And so for so people can be really overwhelmed mm -hmm. when they have to actually lock down yeah. <laughs> on what they do day to day until it finally becomes normal to them. Right. Um, but it, it actually is easier and it sounds weird, but it sounds easier to be depressed. It sounds easier to so much <laughs> just to give up. It to, sounds so not, much easier to give up. It's yeah. easier because you just don't do anything. Exactly. At all. Except complain. Well, yeah. And then talk about how you used to be in shape. <laughs> I'm not talking about me. I promise. I show picture. I show. Like, I'm sure you've seen it, like my Muay Thai I'm picture. My, I, I show that picture to. Like this is how I used to look. People that be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time. One time. Um, this. Uh, I was having a conversation with my friend on Snapchat, Andrea, and uh, she was. Uh, we were just like kind of just clowning on each other, like, and she had like a filter, and I was like. And she had a filter where it had like crazy looking eyebrows. What it made her like eyebrows look like glamorous, you know? <laughs> so I was like, those aren't your real eyebrows. I was like, and then she goes, Your profile picture doesn't look like you. And I was like, You <laughs> fuck. Be like, what I was like, dang. That, that cut deep. That cut deep. But she didn't know, like I was she thought oh. I was like really roasting on her. I was like, hey, I was talking oh, about shit. your filter. I'm I the, I see people's pictures and profiles and stuff like that. And I'm like, at least post one picture, one candid picture of you, because if you go missing, yeah, you know. I had to change it up. because I, I had it up yeah. there for years. It's afterwards. amazing how many times you and it's a really sad situation, but it's amazing how many times you see a missing person poster and it's like a Snapchat filtered one. And it's like <sighs> Like, you don't have doggy ears. And yeah. <laughs> it's like your your eyes aren't that big. Like you're not that slim. Like it's just like always have one candid picture of yourself just in case. Or, like, or send it to a friend. Or, like yeah. just send it to your friend. This is what I really look like. <laughs> I, 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 I got over that really quick. Um, where was I going with that? Yeah, so um, I had that, that come to Jesus moment. And like I cut out sodas, not all together. I'll still mm -hmm. have like one or two, like a week versus three to four a day. Damn! Like no, hey, that's uh, good. I love those are the changes you have to make over time. I love soda. I don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't even like sodas because <laughs> like because I mean I was a cocaine 
addict. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> One addiction to the other. Yeah, exactly. I had to trade one off, you know. Yeah. And then uh, I cut down my smoke and I have this little thing now. Um, so I'll, I'll have like one pack throughout the week. Right. You know, and I'll just have this. And this thing sucks. So I'm like, good. So once <laughs> I'm done with the cigarettes, I can just easily get rid of this. Cause right. I, it, it's right. horrible. Well, speaking um, of addictions, that's something else we deal with. So really? A lot, well, people don't realize that addictions, well, it can, it can be hereditary, but a lot of addictions do come from imbalances of the body. So, okay. um, you know, I, I don't know if you remember, but I'm over five years sober of alcohol. Yeah, good job, dude. Jeez, I never, ever thought that I would never have a drink again. Like, <laughs> It's interesting. The way, I, the way I used to drink, which yeah. is like ridiculous. So. so, And so are you the type of, like, I mean, because for me, I'm a cocaine addict, always and forever, mm-hmm. regardless if I do it or not. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's not a day that goes by where I don't think about it. Um, but, um, but I mean, are you the type of, I mean, are you, are you able to have it now or are you just, you just completely done? So what I do to evaluate is if I'm like out with my friends at a bar mm-hmm. or if I'm at a grocery store and I'm going through, cause I actually still go up the beer aisle because I, I love beer. Like that's what was, what mm-hmm. I was drinking. Right. Um, and so I'm like a connoisseur of it. So I would be like, Oh, what's new? You know, even though I can't have it, but like if someone has a beer or like a scotch out, I'm like, Oh, can I smell it? So, <laughs> That's what I do when I'm around with people cocaine. Hey, can I, I smell it? <laughs> not too close. Not too close. I'll just taste it. So it's exactly. <laughs> so, but no, like, yeah, it's, so what I do is, um, my problem is, is I can't say no. So it's uh-huh. not, it's not about not buying something because that was what I tried at first before mm-hmm. I stopped quitting. Um, or started quitting was uh, to not bring money with me. And oh, nice. yeah. yeah, so that didn't work because people knew that I liked uh, whiskey and Coke. Yeah. And so when I come into the bar, boom, there's one in my hand. Oh, shit. And then all the people I hung out with were just kind of the shot, shot, shots people, yeah, you know, exactly. like, you know, here I'm like all sophisticated with my, <laughs> my brandy or my whiskey and Coke, you know, and I'm just like, oh, I'm only having this. And then next thing I know, there's like trays of like shots going around. I'm like, oh, yay. Dude. Yeah. So then I went into like a different universe of like a different person. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, I can handle this. <laughs> I'm a dancer. <laughs> so when, when did you decide to really to give it up and how did that, how did that work out? Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I, we know how it worked out. You're five <laughs> years sober, but. Yeah. So um, I actually was going through the program of like helping alleviate the fibromyalgia mm-hmm. and pain and depression. And um, I started not having as much of a craving or a reason to go out. Mm-hmm. So I was always going out because, um, you know, I was in a relationship that was making me super depressed and mm-hmm. I was always in a lot of pain. And so if there was a time that I can get away and just be a different person and not feel anything, that I would take advantage of that. And um, But over time, I didn't feel like I needed to go out and do stuff like that. And um, and then I also started getting into like a bodybuilding competition. So in 2015, I switched over and so... During that year, I told myself, okay, no drinking or pizza. So for a year, at least do that for yourself. Yeah. So um, it was hard. So I did that for a year. And, um, but then after that, so I went back to eating pizza, of course. But <laughs> after that, I felt myself much more cleaner. And I just felt like I was more functioning and like I didn't need that aid. Um, but before that as well, um, one of the things that kind of made me say, okay, no, no more alcohol for a year uh, was I started blacking out often. Oh, shit. So here I am waking up at home, looking out the window, like, hey, where's my car? Oh, there's my car. I drove home. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. Like, I don't dude. remember doing that. Yeah. So 
after so many times, because, you know, between the military and college and stuff, I could out drink anyone. And it was just like, like, I remember everything and be totally fine and like not even have hangovers. And then yeah. all of a sudden here I am like blacking out and not remembering how I got home or leaving Absolutely. the bar. So um, that was a pretty uh, awakening moment because how I never, ever got a DUI or was pulled over or right. or hurt someone like that. That you're alive. Yeah. yeah the that, fact that scared me. And I was yeah. like, Teresa, you're being a selfish bitch. Like, yeah. you're done. Like, sure. you're this is it. Like, get, in, get into something else. I got addicted to working out. Yeah. Good, <laughs> and, good um, addictions. Yeah. So yeah. eventually, by the time I was like, year was over, I was like, you know what? I did this for a year. And so I get addicted to competitions of yeah. myself. <laughs> Nice. So I'm a, I'm a very addictive person. So Absolutely. like when it comes to like, oh, let's see how long I can quit this. So it wasn't about being sober at that moment. It was more like, oh, I did it for a year. Let's see how much longer I can go, how much longer. And then eventually it was like, actually, yeah, I need to be sober. Like this is this is good. So five years later. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're still in competition with yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's good, dude. I mean, that really is. I mean, like. It is hard, though, because I is. do have I do have a few times where like someone makes like a specialty drink and I'm like. Oh, that looks really good. It or like, does. I want a Bloody Mary. Or yeah. I mean, luckily, I have a friend that works at the Hyatt, and he know he's like a mixologist and knows how to make like things with uh, non-alcoholic beers and yeah. certain kinds of uh, uh, stuff, and knows how to make me like <clears throat> especially drinks and make me feel like I'm drinking something. Absolutely. So it kind of like takes that little keeping old duels in business. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, Heideken came out with a non-alcohol. Really? Yeah, and it's actually. Pretty decent. Like you said, a connoisseur. I actually enjoy the taste of different beers. Yeah. Not IPAs. I hate IPAs. I hate IPAs. They, they, that's not a beer, ladies that's and gentlemen. That's like grass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you were to grind up some grass. <laughs> You're not cool, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, I have that conversation a lot with my brother. And it was actually a good reason. Another a big important reason why I quit uh, was just because... And we like we look at each other like, how in the world are we one alive? <laughs> like the amounts of cocaine we put in our body, like it should not be possible that right. we're alive in that one period of or like what days at a time. Two, how do we not kill anybody? How do we not kill each other? <laughs> and it really is a selfish thing, you know. Oh, like, it is. I mean, even if I mean, I'm not I'm not condoning it. If, if the way that people want to live their lives go for it you know that makes you happy yeah i don't spread the knowledge or like i don't spread the word about sobriety like yeah. if you know you need to be sober you should reach out to someone and, and sit and even if it's one person be like hey help me not go out places like yeah. help me do other things like absolutely slow. and the other thing too is uh just to put a word out there like if someone says they don't want to drink don't be like ah right and then give them a drink you know yeah don't be a fucking like, asshole yeah don't because it seems like <clears throat> like when i first stopped drinking i would just be like oh i'm not drinking guys and they'd yeah. be like ha 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 and then they try to give me a drink there you go buddy. and i'm like dude you just wasted eight dollars yeah so <laughs> like, i'm not drinking this good yeah. job but if i say i'm sober yeah. then they're like oh yeah cool you know like so it's it's really sad that you have to say you're being sober yeah. rather than I'm not drinking today. Like you, you have enablers, like we were talking about that, like enablers who don't allow you to be sober or yeah. who don't allow you to not eat. You know, because well, drunk Teresa is fun, Teresa. And we want to hang out with that, Teresa. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, dr- drinking is just. I mean, I, granted, I was never really an alcoholic. I mean, I was I could drink, mm-hmm. and then when I get in my like those the little depression funks, I would definitely drink. I would, I would carry a flask with me. I'd be drinking all day, and driving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, don't be a pussy. <laughs> you know, quit being a fucking pussy. Put on your big boy pants and just you know. 
But with cocaine, it was just like, yeah, like, like it was a totally different what ball depression. game. Yeah, I was like, I'm not fucking depressed. You're fucking depressed. Like, you're talking the, to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm so proud of you. Like that. Oh, it, it, that's such a big. F- for the people that never really had addictions, it's kind of hard to explain like why it's always a constant struggle. Yeah, you know. And I did have I did have someone ask me. They're like, "Well, did you go to AA?" And I was like, "No." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, then you weren't really addicted." And I was like, Al- "Okay, first of all, me? I, I went like... to Al-Anon, and let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, biggest uh, their their cure stop doing it." Yeah. Oh, oh, no way! That's that's all I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> bring out the Nobel Prize, you yeah. know? Like, it's not that fucking easy. But, I mean, the one thing that Al-Anon does get right is just the, the camarad- camaraderie and the, the the conversations that you have with people. You don't feel alone. I didn't go through all... Yeah, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. go through all the whole steps and everything. Um, but, yeah, it's not it's not for everybody. Yeah. It really is And that's what I did is, like, I found... It's almost like I did the steps myself. Like, I found yeah. accountability. Yeah. You know, like, I told people about it. I yeah. told people to support me in it and to help me keep away from it. Um, I started filling my life with better things like working out all the time, yeah. uh, learning how to cook meals and how to put together programs for my clients, like uh, running a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a personal trainer as well. So I, I help people with like um, uh, like corrective fitness issues, like knee issues and who have like debilitations. Yeah. And so I help with that since I have debilitations, I've learned how to get over those hurdles. Um, so you just fill your life in with something else. Yeah. So then I'm addicted to those kind of things. <laughs> Um, and I used to be addicted to food. And yeah, so when absolutely. I when I get people in and I show, show them the type of food they can have for those 30 days or up to 90 days, depending on how sick they are, they're like, well, what am I supposed to eat? <laughs> and I'm like, I seriously, do you not you. see the list? I even have recipes for you. Wow. And they freak out. And the problem is, is like they're addicted to food. Yeah. And they say that. They're like, but I'm like, it's like they're special or something. They're like, I'm so addicted to food. Like, I, there's no way. I love my coffee or I love this. And I'm like, look. Let's talk about addictions. I used to be the person who would go to five different fast food restaurants because I wanted like French fries from here. I wanted tacos from here. Teresa, and, no. Like seriously, I would no. yes. <laughs> so I would have a smorgasbord of like different types of fast foods. Or I would be the person buying like the family pack of like the chicken McNuggets family pack with like the Dude. multiple of French fries and <laughs> twenty packs of like, I would be buying stuff like that for myself and eat all of it. Mm-mm. So I know about addiction to food. <laughs> I know my go-to. Like, my, I talked about it, too, here on a previous show. Like, it's two bean and cheese tacos, two beef fajita tacos, and an order of queso, and a large Dr. Pepper. No ice, so I can get more yes. soda out of it. <laughs> and then you can put ice at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. And I would do that for, for morning and dinner. I did yeah. it twice a day. And it was just the most yeah. satisfying. Or you like, you know, at the uh, stores you can get in the frozen aisle, like these frozen eclairs that has like 50 <gasps> in there. I know. I would eat a whole pack yeah. by myself. Oh, no. Like that's how bad my yeah. food addiction would be. And, so yeah. when people try to give me the excuses of that, I'm like, we're going to fix that. You have to just trust in me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, what, what's your regimen now? I mean, do you have like a, a steady eating regimen or are you just kind of like, hey, I'm in a good place and now I can, you know... Make sure I can't, you know, consistently eat healthy or... Yeah, so I'm not, like, a total health freak. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people out there, uh, they put a front that they are, and I don't think that's right because it's almost un- unattainable for some people. Yeah. Um, people who have cancer and certain very um, debilitating autoimmune diseases, they, they should be in that kind of health lifestyle because mm-hmm. they need it. Right. Um, 
but for people who can reduce like digestive symptoms and migraines and uh, weight loss and stuff like that, like you can get into a very healthy lifestyle, but then still have moderation and still eat your tacos and pizza. And, yeah. But, um, you know, I do that. I go up and down. I mean, I have hormonal issues. So, yeah. you know, I go from like one week, all I want to do is just eat sweets and pastries. <sighs> and what I do is I just make sure it's not in the home. Or I try to think like I like the stuff I gave you, like uh, candied walnuts. And yeah. Try to find other things to satisfy my I'm going to try one needs. while you're talking. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm not always on cue or always on top of these things. I do know how. <laughs> Miss Rag up. <laughs> What what is, what is that uh, that sensitive sound? Thing? Misophonia. <laughs> no, I, no 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 the thing that people listen to now. Oh um, AS, uh, ASMR. Yeah. This is me eating a uh, candied walnut. Oh I can't. <laughs> You're at barf. No I can't do that. <laughs> oh that made me that was my own voice. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We're all over the place. <laughs> no I like this. It was fun. This was really fun. Um, but as we come to a close, because. We are coming to the wrap-up point here. One, you're an awesome podcast guest, and I want you to come. I know you brought all these books. Oh, no. They're they're there to look cool. Oh, yeah. In front of everybody who's (laughs) listening. (laughs) But See, um, you brought it up. (laughs) Yeah, she has all these fancy fancy books, and she gave me some instant uh, protein, which I'm excited about. Uh, Chocolate is my favorite protein kind of powder. Um, Let's see, which one's this one? Vanilla. Okay, I, I could. I, I I fuck with vanilla too. Let's see. You can throw, and, and, you can throw and, it in some yogurt or a oh, steak no. or something or, like that. I just, I just do ice. It tastes good by itself too. Ice but. and and maybe just a little bit of um because uh, I'm lactose intolerant. Do the. Well, what's good co- about coconut. that? What's good about that is it doesn't bother your stomach because uh-huh. it's like a um, the way it's been made is that it do, it's not going to cause any effect on the body. So, um, a lot of proteins out there. Or, or crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even people will be out there like buying stuff from HEB for like 30 bucks for like 50 servings. And they're like, well, look at what I got. And I was just like, well, how does it make you feel? Well, I get the shits from it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, good job. <laughs> so um, those are even super awesome for kids. So mm-hmm. oh, um, nice. we, we do things for kids too with hyperactivity. Um, it's any age and every age, even infants and babies and toddlers and everything. So if you're a human being, I help you. <laughs> so... <laughs> So anything in, in so so where can people find you then, Teresa? Um, I'm actually am located in a new place off of Fredericksburg, eight one two two Fredericksburg Road. It's inside of yep. So it's in, inside of Key to Life Botanicals. It's a CBD shop, and I do work there part time as well. So oh, I yeah. okay, yeah. So you're like really close to me. Yeah, that's right, dude. I gotta go check. That's what. Next time, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some CBD. Yeah, we're going to bring Angela in. Yeah, we'll absolutely. Talk, we'll talk about CBD. Yeah, we'll bring her in. Oh, and I'll bring in my we'll friend talk, Bronson. We'll talk about cannabis. Yeah, dude, we'll talk. We'll talk it up. I could talk a lot about that too. <laughs> and uh, any, and is there a number where people can reach you, or do you not want to give that out right now? Uh, you can get in contact with me at the Alternative Body at Gmail dot com. Alternative, and then also okay. I do have a Facebook page. The Alternative Body yep. on Facebook. Or so San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, I keep the phone number more for people who are ready to do Absolutely. a consultation. Absolutely. Consultations uh-huh. are at no cost, which is pretty awesome because yeah. I know it's, you know, what I do, it's a little expensive. The supplements I do are more expensive than what you would get at GNC because mm-hmm. they're for real. Yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, and they're potent. But, they're not um, mass produced. Yeah. 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 It's a very small company. Uh, but yeah, so I, when you're ready, you can email me or you get on DM me at, on my Facebook and we'll just get to talking and... Sure, yeah. Teresa, 
Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to reach out if you have it, if you are in the San Antonio area and you do want to uh, see what, you know, what Actually, Teresa... anywhere. Oh, anywhere. Yeah. Okay. So I, I do over-the-phone consultations. I've helped people from California to Florida, New York. Well, there you go. So, and yeah. to my new Netherlands listeners, here we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, any kind of pains, ailments, uh, just curiosity to how to make, make your life a little bit better and healthier. Reach out to Teresa, The Alternative Body. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, anywhere that uh, podcasts are on. Teresa, thank you. Thank you. You're the best. Talk to you later. Bye.